live, statewide, on the Ref Radio Sports Network. Lobs in zone for Stoops. He caught it. He caught it. Drake Stoops touchdown with Bob Stoops on the sideline. You gotta be kidding me! What a moment! It's the T Row in the morning show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Ball stolen, layup blocked by Shagwam. Get that out of here. Rock the Shagwam. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Law Offices of Rod Polston Tax Resolution Line at 405-329-9000. Casey Thompson back to pass under pressure. We got him! Danny Stutzman! It's a sack! Crossover, Cortez pivots in the paint. He'll shoot from there and he got it! He got it! It's the Bichon Show in Norman! Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Alright, good morning everybody. It is a new day. Tuesday, February 22nd. T-Row in the morning show time coming to you live on the road today from Lubbock, Texas, the hub city, where tonight it'll be OU and Texas Tech in Big 12 basketball. This show every day brought to you by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Toby Rowland with you alongside my very best friend in the entire world, T to the J Perry. TJ, good morning. How are you today? Good morning. I'm fine, thanks. A little cold, but I'm all right. Has the weather turned chilly there? Oh, man, the wind's blowing about 40 miles an hour. It said it was 25 in my truck, so I don't know what the wind chill is right now, but it, it was quite the difference from yesterday, yes. so. Oh, boy. Yeah. No. Uh, what are they saying now uh, we're going to get the next couple of days around there? Extremely cold Ice today. Ice snow? Yeah, extremely cold today. Uh, boy, I would not. I, I know the sun's going to come out later because it's supposed to be at least sunny today, but... 35 with 40 mile an hour, 40 mile an hour does not sound like a fun home opener for baseball. I know they moved it up, but I don't think that's going to help any with how it feels out there right now. But so today, uh, just cold. Then I think overnight it'll switch over, start getting some precipitation. And then I think we have like a couple of rounds of ice and sleet, the heaviness of it, depending on what band you're in in the state. I think the lower uh southeast part of the state is supposed to get the most i think around here maybe like a maybe up to a quarter of an inch of ice and sleet so that's no good and then that's no good we'll cancel school for days with that might ice is one thing you know you can't really move in ice so it it might cancel some stuff yeah they may get some power outages and we'll see and then um just cold friday really cold friday i think and then saturday is not looking Good now. We, you know, you and I kind of made the comment yesterday. I wonder if we'd play two on Saturday because it's in the 40s and sunny, but now it's like in the 30s right. and uh, I think a 30 or 40 percent chance of rain. So, uh, not good over the next four or five days. Not not a great forecast. You sound really negative. You're usually you just a, asked me uh, what we what was supposed well, to be I'm reported. You're usually a downplay the weather guy, and uh, you've just given me a very pessimistic outlook on the next few days. I'm sorry, it's just what my radars are telling me. 
It's going to be cold, okay? 20 uh, or 39 degrees at uh, first pitch today with a 16 mile an hour north wind. It's a good day for pitchers. <laughs> yeah. Put on your ear flaps, oh, though. Man. Yeah, I'm telling you, Patty's got it figured out. She Patty does, man. has figured this thing out. Yeah, Chris Plank told us late in the day yesterday that uh, the team, most of the team – I got more details on this, by the way. The team – not most of the team – 34 of the 42 members of the traveling party are leaving today. <laughs> They're getting back out to Palm Springs. <laughs> Eight stragglers will be left behind to leave tomorrow. None of them are players. It's, uh, you know, it's the radio guy and the rest of the uh, uh, non-essential personnel. Uh, but they're leaving today for Palm Springs, and they play Friday. <laughs> it's Tuesday, TJ. Tuesday. <laughs> Patty at this point is like, what are they going to do? Tell me no? No, no I know. That's right. exactly yeah. right. <laughs> How she approaches it now. Uh, somebody, I dare you to tell me no. We're playing in Hawaii. We're playing in California. We're playing wherever the heck I feel like playing. Uh, meanwhile, baseball's out there shivering their bones off at 39 mile an hour or 39 degrees. Well, uh, I hope they play today. I want to watch the game from the warmth of my hotel room. Um, ba uh, Tech plays Dallas Baptist here today. I might run over there and watch that game, root for Dallas Baptist, and then uh, listen to Taylor Maples call the OU game at the same time. Although I don't think it's going to be much warmer here. So unless Haxton's going to let me in one of the booths over there, that's probably not a good idea either. All right. Well, be careful out there, folks. So we don't have we don't have anything falling from the sky till tomorrow, though, right? Yeah, I think some people in the state got rain overnight last night. I didn't appear on my drive to work that Norman got any. If they did, it may have been some sprinkles or spitting, but nothing was wet in Norman. So, yeah, nothing nothing falling out there right, right. now. All right. You're doing good, buddy. You're doing you're feeling good. You had a good Monday yesterday and everything. I suppose. Nothing special. Nothing I to write home about. I worry about you. You never know. I worry about you these days. You know, you never – you're getting to the age now where every day I just want to make sure I check in that you're physically feeling well. Oh, so yeah, today, I'm fine. So today, physically fine. feeling okay – you know, All your I've limbs covered from my hangover, I think. So I'm and <laughs> yes, that's that's good. Well, we made it out to Lubbock last night. Um, not the smoothest flight uh, in the world. There was a little weather out here in Lubbock when we landed, so we bumped around the sky a little bit. But uh, it's no big deal. I made a giant, huge, uh, idiotic mistake yesterday. I was going uh, to lay down to take a nap after the show yesterday morning. And I like to throw a little something on the TV and just let my eyes get heavy. And so I pull up Netflix. I'm laying in bed. I'm the only one in the house. I pull up Netflix. I'm laying in bed. And I see that there is a new documentary. You know I love documentaries, TJ. Correct. And there's a new documentary on Netflix yesterday. Or uh, yesterday's first time I saw it anyway. It popped it up in my recommendations, so it could have been there for years. I don't know, but uh, first time I saw it yesterday, about Boeing 
the airplane Airline manufacturer. Company. Okay, yes. It's called Downfall, and it's about how – I don't know. I'm only like 15 minutes into it, but it's about how uh, two airplanes crashed in the last couple of years that Boeing had manufactured and how they've gone from the leader in the industry to the bottom falling out of the company. And I'm like, well, this will be interesting, completely forgetting that I'm getting on an airplane yesterday. So I start watching this documentary you yourself? about this. But, you know, it starts with this flight in Indonesia. And they're like, they're actually like re, uh, re, 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 reenacting being in the cockpit and the plane and how it all starts to shake and and how it starts to nosedive and then, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I'm, I'm then and it dawns on me. What am I doing here? And so oh, I turn it off. Man. No, not a good idea. Fast forward to last night. I'm on a flight out to Lubbock, and sure enough, we hit turbulence because it's there's weather in the area. And I'm like, why in the world did I ever watch the beginning of that documentary? You know, I'm a, now I'm a nervous wreck. I'm all all tensed up and everything, but we made it in just fine. We uh, we landed. We got here. Uh, I am surrounded by uh, signs of the state of Texas. Uh, no state loves itself more than Texas loves itself. Uh, I've got a little... Hey, uh, if you can't love yourself, who's going to love you, you know? i got a little footstool in front of me that is uh, covered in, I don't know, cow skin or horse skin. I don't know exactly what it is. Horse skin. I don't know what it is. I'll send you a picture of it. It looks like it looks like they've skinned some sort of a cat of a ranch creature and they've made a piece of furniture out of it. Uh every sign on every wall says something about Texas is better than you are and every you got horns <laughs> hanging everywhere and, uh, this whole state is amazing, man. It's just like so but they spell it you know how they spell it out here. Texas they spell it uh, T E C H S A S. Texas out here because of Texas well, of course, Tech. Of course, yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyway, you know what's not far from where I am right now, TJ? The Four Sixes Ranch? Well, that's true. Yeah, what else? Yeah, that's, cor- that's a correct answer. Mule Shoe. Oh, that's not that's far true. from yeah, here. No, Mule Shoe. You going to head on over and have lunch in Mule Shoe today? <laughs> no. No, I well, it's still an hour, but I, it's within – you could everything's so flat out here. You could see it probably from our hotel, but no, I'm not going to go over to Mule Shoe, uh, nor am I going to go over to the Four Sixes Ranch. Although I am intrigued, I've driven by it, through it, you know, 50 times in my life or more, and never once cared. Now I'm like, hey, I should stop by. Wonder and see if the Jimmy's Four Sixers there. Ranch. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy and his girlfriend. I wonder if they're there. That's right. So anyway, you know why they call uh, tech, you know why they call Lubbock the hub city? Why is that? Well, why you you guess? Why would they call Lubbock the hub city? I have no idea. Did everything run through it? Uh, it is considered, as I understand, all it, highways. Anyway. Nah, there's nothing out here, man. <laughs> why do they call it the hub city? It is con- it is considered the cultural and agricultural hub of West Texas. Even though there is nothing out here, 
it's the city, you know. If you are live in the uh, anywhere south of Amarillo and anywhere north of El Paso, <laughs> Lubbock, Lubbock, I'm going to the city. I Lubbock got you. Is, I got is where you. you're going to go. So uh, even though you know you come out to Lubbock and you say, man, if you're a farmer or a rancher or whatever, everything goes through Lubbock. At least that's what they say. So that's why they call themselves the hub city. They are the hub of of West Texas. So yeah, there's a couple of actually there's a couple of highways that run through here, but um, ain't much, ain't much else out here, Teach. Um. Other than a whole bunch of Texas Tech fans who are going to fill up the United Supermarkets Arena tonight, make it very difficult on the Sooners. Oh, I do have one other thing to tell you about. So I, I've told you about the managers' games before, right? The, yes. The night before. Mm-hmm. Um, the night before, when possible, the managers of the two teams will play a basketball game against each other. Now. Managers is a very loose term. It's kind of whoever support personnel wants to jump in and play. But uh, with Lon Kruger, a lot of times we travel day of game. If it was a midweek game, which made the managers games impossible. You could only play one of those if you had a Saturday game and we'd fly in on Friday night. That's Lon just protecting his people. News injuries would happen, so he's just protecting them. So, uh, but but not not the case with Porter. Porter likes to fly in the night before a game. So the managers' games have picked up this year, and uh, there's been a bunch of them. In fact, I asked them at dinner last night what their record is. They said two and three. So they played five of them. With a big one last night was their sixth manager game of the year. Uh, I don't know who all they lost to, but I know they beat OSU and they beat TCU. Right. Uh, and they lost uh, to somebody. I don't know. So we always give them a hard time about when you get serious. You know, when you get serious about winning these and not just being funny and having a good time, you know, let the radio crew know. So sure enough, last night I'm in bed. I get a call like 9 o'clock. I'm exhausted. I get a call 9 o'clock from Kevin. He says, hey, guess where I'm going? I said, at 9 o'clock? He said, yeah. I've been invited to the manager's game. Ooh. And come you didn't get me. a call? Oh, oh he's he said, no, invited. no, no. They want, yeah, they want you to come too. And I was like, I, listen, I've had back surgery. I'm in bed. My wife would kill me if I went and played basketball. Not to mention it. <laughs> you were on I'd like three hours of sleep too. I'd, yeah, I'd get up and down the floor twice and I'd need a break. I, I, if, I, if you need a late free throw, I'm your man. But otherwise, let me know how it goes. So I wake up this morning and there's a text from Kevin with a picture of the scoreboard. Oklahoma has defeated Texas Tech in the manager's game in overtime, 84-76 to 76 last night. Yes. And OT Kevin, battle. At, in typical Cahen fashion, says, I'm not sure how many points I scored, but it was over 20. Keeping his own stats. <laughs> <laughs> of course he did. So, Kevin Henry will join us live in the final hour of the show this morning to recap <laughs> yes. the big hey, Sooners. The much needed win for the Sooners. Much needed no win. Joke. We'll take a win however we can get it right now. That's for sure. 
All right, underway in Lubbock. Help me out today, folks. 405-329-9000. Let's talk hoops. Let's talk baseball. Let's talk football. You can text the show, Air Comfort Solutions, text line 405-651-3439. Live from the Hub City, underway on a Tuesday. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. Toby and TJ back with you. Toby has a much nicer ottoman than I do. I don't have an ottoman today, but a lot of cows died for that thing. Sour brought to you, you think by... that's what it is? Oh, yeah, it's cattle. It's cow. Cowhide. It's troubling. Pretty it looks sure. real. It looks like it could just stand up and walk off with your laptop at any point now, so yeah. be careful. Uh, <laughs> I think I might be allergic to it. <laughs> I'm telling you, there's no. I said this. Or I was just up during that break, looking around. There is no state in the union that likes to remind you what state you're in more than Texas. I mean, it's. I, just I can't argue that. I can't argue every that. Every decoration, every sign, everything that they do is a reminder to you. That you are in the state of Texas. <laughs> Without a doubt. <laughs> uh, this is our brought to you by the Norman Regional Health System. Helping you all throughout South Central Oklahoma for your health care needs with the Norman Hospital, uh, Norman Healthplex, and a number of specialized professionals. You watched that documentary, by the way, and that made me uh, remember. Uh, I'm not happy with you. Actually, it's, okay, not, it's not your fault because I was going to watch it anyway. But this dadgum inventing Anna. Yeah. Um, I'm watching it alone, first off, which makes me every time feel like, am I supposed to be watching this alone, or is it only acceptable if I'm watching with my wife? Uh, you know what? I thought the same thing yesterday <laughs> because uh, we've watched two episodes. How much have you watched? I'm on. Look at this. So I'm already on episode six. Oh, my because, God. <laughs> get this. So Friday, <laughs> Friday night. Bronx had some event at the church. They had like a Nerf War night, and they were having North Carolina. Katie was working, so I... Night to myself, Friday night. So Katie's like, hey, what'd you do tonight? I said, uh, I went and grabbed some Mayo, and I sat in my recliner, and I watched like three or four episodes of Inventing Anna. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, you did what? Oh, yeah, that was my Friday night. That was my Friday night. <laughs> Kid was I, out I, of the house. I, I'm fine with it. I downloaded some episodes to watch, uh, you know, on the travels either to Ames or to Lubbock on the plane or in the hotel. And uh, I was going to tell uh, Jen, hey, I'm going to watch a couple episodes if you want to watch a couple episodes because we watched the first two together. Right. And it got I got onto the plane and I was pulling up, like, what to watch. And I was like, I don't think this is something that a guy can watch by himself. <laughs> So I didn't pull the trigger on it because I was like, what if somebody asked me what I'm watching? Do I want to say I'm watching Inventing Anna? You know, I need to be watching something more manly. So that's a good question you ask. I, no, I think it's a couple's viewing. Is it? Okay, well. I think so. I'm yeah, going to finish this thing on my own, so I'm on my own here. violation for you. <laughs> I, keep, I keep talking to my <laughs> wife about it, but she's not watching it yet. So I'm like, all right, well, I'll just keep watching it here. Cause well, don't give away anything. Well, it's addicting, man. Why are you man? mad about it? 
I, it's addicting. I can't break away from it. Like I'll have like a five minute break of free time, and I'm like, boop. I'll hit play to watch three minutes of it. Like it's a fascinating story, and I really want to try to pull it off. You know, I want to go back to when I was 18 and say that I'm the oh, heir of a Russian billionaire. Yeah, how brilliant is she? Like, they still, I'm, I'm six, uh, this isn't giving she anything away. She's in jail, away. so. But this isn't know. anything I'm giving away. Yeah, um, <laughs> this far in, it's like, we still haven't figured out how she even started this. Like, you had to have a base for it, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just like. Oh my goodness! It's a true story. A true story, except for the except parts for the that are part completely that made up. True. That's yeah. what I sit there too through every episode. Like, <laughs> which parts made up? Like, how true is this? So, I don't know. I just think of you every time I start watching. I'm like, I'm a grown man sitting here watching this movie about <laughs> yeah, you female socialites and taking their selfies and their Instagramming, and I'm some completely shows, addicted to it. <laughs> some shows are only meant to be watched as couples, right? <laughs> And that's one of them. All right. Well, that's what I was afraid of, but yeah. I'm rolling with it. But uh, to be fair, your wife does leave you alone a lot at night. <laughs> she so does. You got to watch something. <laughs> that was some free time Friday night. I got mm-hmm. completely lost in it. So, <laughs> uh, two games in the Big Twelve last night. TCU defeats West Virginia seventy-seven to sixty-seven, and in OT, battle in Stillwater. Baylor escapes beating the Cowboys 66 to four, uh to 64, excuse me. So those were your two Big 12 games last night. Adam Flagler 29 for Baylor. Cowboys had a shot in regulation. But the Bears win it in uh OT last night. Seven o'clock tonight here, OU Texas Tech. You also got Kansas and Kansas State coming up in Allen Fieldhouse tonight. At 8, fair warning, ESPN Plus broadcast tonight. So uh, either find somebody that's got ESPN Plus or find your radio. Uh, one of the two. I watched some Brady Manic last night. I watched the uh, North Carolina-Louisville game when we got here to Lubbock. He had a good game last night. He had uh, 17 points. North Carolina got him a big win. You know, it's weird <sighs> – like, North Carolina is in the same position Oklahoma's in. They're on mm-hmm. the bubble. They're probably on the right They're side the of the They're on the right side right of it, just barely, I think, yeah. Um, but have you, like, have you looked at their record and everything? I was noticing the other day when I was looking at some of the bubble stuff, but it's been a few days or a week or so, I would say, probably. Uh, North Carolina is... Uh, hang on a second. 19 and 8. And they are now 11 and 5 in conference. And they are behind Oklahoma in the net rankings and in the same area as OU in the whole, you know, the bubble talk and everything. 19 and 8. And 11 and 5 in conference. Oklahoma's 14 and 13 and 4 and 10 in conference. Isn't that bizarre? And they're North Carolina. Uh, that's what I was about to say. And they're North Carolina, and there's no respect for them this year at all. I mean, what happened to the ACC? It used to be the. 
That's what that is. That's an indictment on the ACC. Um, I mean, it used to be the conference. Uh, Duke, North Carolina, North Carolina State, Georgia Tech, Virginia. Uh, even like, you know, they added Syracuse, which is a big-time basketball school or was. Mm-hmm. Um, man, it was – remember growing – not even growing up, like in college and everything and – like the ACC was where it was at. That was where they played the best basketball in the country, and now you're 11 and five in the ACC, and you're on the bubble. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird too. And looking at the, the games just in that conference last night, everybody's just mediocre or or, or the losing record. They're the 20 and eight. Yeah, the 20 and eight now after night. last night. But Louisville's 12 and 15. Boston College 10 and 16. Uh, Syracuse, you just mentioned, they're 15 and 12. Georgia Tech's 11 and 16. Those were the teams that played last night. So, North Carolina's got one quad one win, and they play in the. They've won 20 games. They play in the ACC, and they've got one quad one win. I, I don't. I don't make any sense. I don't know. It's uh, it's just bizarre that that OU could be four and ten, and North Carolina is eleven and five in their conferences, and they're they're next door neighbors, on the bubble. Yeah, both along the same line of respect, with how yeah. people are talking about them right now. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. Here's the other thing. Uh, Brady Manick is a hero in Tar Heel land this year. They love him over there. He was the post-game interview last night. He's like the player of the game. He had 17 points. Uh, he's got the big beard and, the you know, all the kind of stuff. And uh, every, they're talking about what a great pickup and how Brady saved the season. And thank God we got Brady Manick, all that kind of stuff. He's putting up the same numbers <laughs> he put up in Oklahoma. Look at that bomb. Go and on, bomb. They hated him around here. The afternoon show ran him out of town. I'm convinced of that. I think that's the reason he left, yeah. He's averaging 14 points a game, shooting 38% from three. Six rebounds a contest. He's like a hairy, rugged man there here. It was like, look at this soft punk. Yeah. (laughs) Like, why is that? Like, what's the – is it because he's new? Is it because – He's Were new we too hard and on him? What, like, what's the deal? Like, he put up really good stats at OU. Every season, he averaged between ten and fourteen points a game. He shot thirty six, thirty eight percent from three, six rebounds a game. Why did we hate on Brady Manick so much? Part of it was because of what we saw so many times in February while he was here. Um, team collapse. Always was questioning their toughness, and he was just kind of the one of the main focal guys, so he took a lot of the heat. So I would say the collapses late in the season would be the main reason for that. He was the poster child for the late season yeah. collapse. Yeah, and people around here just, like I said, saw him as soft, and I don't I don't think they do in Tar Heel land. I don't, I don't think that's keeps the case. Calling, uh, I'm not making fun of Skip. I need to tell Skip keeps calling Jake Bennett the poster board of OU baseball. <laughs> poster board. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, first time I, uh, he said that, I was like, I don't think that's right, is it? And I was like, no, it's the poster child. Because <laughs> Jake Bennett is the poster board for our program. 
Yeah, no, I mean, he's a hero. I, I can't criticize Brady for his move. I, I wish he was still here. I think it would have tr- tremendously helped Oklahoma basketball this year. But he has gone to North Carolina where he is a hero and he's playing in front of, you know, packed houses and all that kind of – and he's doing the exact same thing he did for four years at OU. So – and he's selling T-shirts and, you know, all kinds of stuff. So Good for I him, though. Go Brady. We'll be back. The Ref. Network Studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Welcome back to Lubbock, Texas. T-Row in the Morning Show. We're brought to you every day by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. It is extreme outdoors today. Check out XOE for... OKC Metro's exclusive dealer for CF Moto Power Sports. Their four-wheelers, utility vehicles, and side-by-sides are the fastest-growing brand in the entire power sports industry. CF Moto may not yet be a household name, but soon will be. They're better built, better equipped, have a better warranty, and are priced less than the competition. You owe it to yourself. Hop down to Goldsby and check them out. They're in high demand, so the stock is constantly changing uh texas tech coming up here tonight tj sooners beat them by 15 in norman two weeks ago tech hasn't lost since then and ou hasn't won since then how you feeling about tonight that ottoman's really nice that you've uh, set the laptop on uh, is it let's talk about that more i think it's creepy <laughs> I was trying to change the subject. Um, You're not feeling good. I'm not feeling good. The, the 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 news Friday just was really just a gut punch, and I just said, "Well, you know, you, you'll That's lose it. the heart of your team like that." I'm not saying they can't win games. I'm not saying they can't come back home and win. You know, Bedlam and West Virginia, but I don't feel real good about these two road games they have remaining in Lubbock and Manhattan. No. 10-point favorite tonight, Tech is. Whew. That's more than I would have thought, though. If you would have even asked me, I would have probably put it at maybe seven. Wow. Here's, uh, here's a couple of things I'm curious about with tonight's game. Um, one, and we talked about this late yesterday, is does Porter, under the circumstances, and the circumstances are this, they've lost – 10 of 12, I think it is now. They've also lost Elijah Harkless. Um, does he... I don't You want to use the word desperate, but does he try to shake things up somehow tonight? Meaning, lineup-wise, do they shake something? Do we see them go zone? You know, do something out of the ordinary that they haven't done all year, because why not? You know what I mean, Teach? Like, why not? At this point. You got nothing lose to experiment and try some things. It's not working the way it's going. Why not? That's one philosophy. And if so, what would that be? The other side of that coin is if there's one team it has worked against the way they've been playing the, the philosophy fantastically, it's Texas Tech. I mean – that's the best game they've played in a long time, right? When they beat them in Norman. So, like, why would you 
why would you rock the boat against Tech? Because maybe, maybe it's a good matchup for you and a bad matchup for them, the way they play defensively and the way you play offensively. Maybe. So I'm intrigued to see if there is a shakeup tonight. I don't even know what it would be. I'll tell you what triggered this is, uh, was it the post-game interview or have we talked since then? Let's see. The game was Saturday. I guess it would have been the post-game interview because I don't think we've – I don't think I've talked uh, – interviewed Porter since then. He said something about uh, we got to – you know, there's some guys that aren't seeing play in time that uh, – Maybe deserve to see more playing time. But we gotta, we gotta find the formula. He said something that made me think he's considering shaking things up. He didn't come right out and say it, but he said something that made me think, "Huh, he's thinking." And if that's the case, I'm trying to think of like what it would be. Yeah, because he said that combined with talking about how they continuously don't get production from the right. bench. So that right. would tell me you're wanting to put Mo or Goldwire or someone coming off that's maybe a spark off the bench that gives you something, and you're starting and giving time to one of those other guys. Be who BJ, could you move be, into the lineup that would help you to start games, and who could you move to the bench that would be a spark? I mean, Mo would be the spark, but Mo was huge for you against Tech last time. Um, yeah, I mean that's thirty points, right? I mean, that's the answer, but it doesn't make sense from what you saw with that matchup last time. So I'm going to be don't honest know. with you: I don't think you can take Mo Gibson off the floor the rest of the year. I, he is when you you know now that you're down Harkless and mm-hmm. you need offensive firepower. Mo Gibson is your offensive fireman. That's true. That's He's true. He's the guy capable of going big. That's why I'm so trying to think of who it would Mo's be. Mo's got to play 40 minutes a game. Are you going to put bring Tanner off the bench? I don't know. I mean, that's just the thing. Now that Elijah's not in there, I don't know what the answer is because I agree I with want, you on on Emoji Gibson. I don't want, I don't want Jalen Hill coming off the floor either. Right. Like, I think he does so much for you uh, defensively and offensively. Um, Jacob Groves, I wouldn't mind somebody starting for him, but I don't know that he gives you any kind of punch coming off the bench necessarily. I mean, that's what he's been doing all year, and he's had some games here and there where he's been okay. Uh, You definitely aren't taking Jordan Goldwire out of the game. Um You've got a bunch of comedians out there. A bunch of comedians out there. You're all hilarious, aren't you? What are they saying? Uh, Some guy just called off the air and said, there's two things they can do. Cancel the season or have Patty Gasso coach this team. Then laughed at himself and hung up. Um, (laughs) So, I mean, you're kind of out of options, you know. Like, I don't know. I'll tell you what I like, and I've said this for a few games. I like the idea of having Chagua and Tanner on the floor together. Um, so if you wanted to make that change and, and put Shag in the starting lineup and maybe bring Jacob off the bench again, just go big, mm-hmm. you'd have a front line of Jalen Hill, Ethan Shagwa, and, and uh, Tanner Groves. Um, you know, I don't hate that, I, I, but that doesn't really give you much punch off the bench. I was going to say, that's not that spark that you've been talking about. It may, I mean, Shag's kind of a spark. I mean, maybe it gives your starting lineup a spark. I mean, he's not that he's going to score twenty points, but he does play with a lot of energy, and uh, you know, is is 
I can give you a spark, I think, at the starting lineup anyway. But against Texas Tech, Texas Tech plays five guys that are all between 6'5 and 6'7. They basically got five swingmen out there. So I don't know if you want to go bigs against those. I don't know. I'm just intrigued. I feel like he's up to something. Are they going to go – are they going to put in some zone? Are they going to play more zone to try to shake it up? I don't think so. I mean, if there's one thing that has been pretty reliable, it's their defense, right? So I don't think you change that. And, again, they beat Tech by 15. So maybe this isn't the team you want to radically change anything against. Maybe it's Tech that needs to be looking at altering the game plan here because the way OU played in Norman matched – Perfect. They were getting open shots everywhere against this vaunted tech defense and making them. So, I don't know. I, I'm just fascinated to see whether tonight, as a 10-point underdog with tech, you know, the toast of the college basketball world and Oklahoma headed the wrong way, if we see any kind of shakeup in some form or fashion tonight. And we'll ask Kevin about that coming up in the third hour of the show. Kevin Henry will join us live. Quick break. Your thoughts coming up back after this. Catch sports radio icon Mike Steely and 247 reporter Parker Thune. Weekdays from noon to 2 on the Steelman and Thune at Noon Show on your home for Sooner fans, the Ref Sports Radio Network. Norman Regional Health System brings you this hour of the T-Row in the morning show. Welcome back on the Ref. You're close. That's... That's what Party Cove looks like if you head over into Party Cove. <laughs> <laughs> I do not go to Party Cove. I, I avoid thought it. You'd like that? <laughs> I avoid it. Eric, <laughs> uh, <laughs> nobody knows what we're talking about either. Eric Comfort Solutions text line. That's true. Most mornings. By that's the true. Way. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Uh, hey guys, have a great day. And Boomer Jeremy from Harlingen, Texas. Thank you, Jeremy. Uh, good morning. I thought the Tom Izzo comments about the handshake line were great. Good luck, Sooners. That's from Toby in the Pentagon. Was, uh, did you see that yesterday? Yeah, it was good. It was good. Nice little. He uh, said, "My team's shaking hands, even if the other team doesn't." Uh, we'll learn how to shake, shake hands air. when you get your butt kicked. Yeah. Even if the president's saying it, I'll tell him right now. It's not my opinion, President. Kept uh, he kept yelling at the president or something. I don't know. Is he talking about his president? Uh, I think he's talking the about Biden. Of the United I think States. he's talking about Joe Biden. Yeah. What's What's he saying? He must. I, I, he must. From what I took from that, he must have said, "Quit doing the handshake line." How do you feel about the handshake? We haven't talked about this shit. A lot of people have said handshake lines uh, should be done away with. Um, I don't have an opinion really because I, I I think the handshake line, the people that argue that it's dumb. I can see their argument, but I also saw Tom Izzo's side of just go and shake someone's hand. You know, I'm fine if I get beat and go and shake someone's hand. I may not like that I just got beat, but I'll go shake their hand. And I kind of agreed with what he said yesterday. So it's something so that you, you have do to do. have an opinion. I guess I do. I guess I lean Tom Izzo's side because, yeah, I thought it was I thought it was crazy, you know, in Little League when we just had to, like, wave at each other from across the field after we had just, you know, played a game against them kids were sliding into each other at second base and then we couldn't go shake hands so you're talking about no you're not talking about you you're talking about your son in little league right, right. during the pandemic yes 
so NBA doesn't shake hands. They just all wave at each other and walk off the court. Yeah, they do, but a lot of them will go and hug and talk. and Right. Uh, you but know. they're friendly. But they're friendly about it, they're yeah. They're not mad at each other. We've seen that, though, too. We've seen Draymond go after some people after games and different yeah. guys get angry and stuff. But Izzo was right with what he said yesterday. It, it's, a, it's a game. You go and shake someone's hand afterwards. If they kicked your butt, they kicked your butt. Just go and shake their hand and go to your locker room. Yeah, and to be honest, I mean, even in football, the most physical of violent of sports that we have, they come together to shake hands mm-hmm. after the game. Uh, now, it doesn't always go well. You know, head coaches sometimes have disagreements with each other at the handshake. Sometimes guys just run to the locker room. We get mad at him for that. But, yeah. Who was uh, it that Gundy almost got in a fight with after the game a couple of years ago? Didn't he almost get into it with someone, it seemed like? He had words for uh, Tom Herman. Oh, that's right. It was Herman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's who it was. And that's entertaining for us. Yes. So, I don't mind it. Now, don't be swinging at people, you know? I mean, that's too far. <laughs> don't, be, don't be slapping them on top of the head. <laughs> but there have been some fabulous exchanges through the years between coaches at the end. And it's called sportsmanship. And uh, I had no problem with it. It's hard. If you're competitive, I'm competitive. You get mad. You get caught up in the heat of the game. You lost your whatever. And you got to go shake a guy's hand. That's not always easy. But grow up. Have some sportsmanship. Go shake somebody's hand. And then go back to your locker room. I agree with you. Uh, what hotel is Toby in? A Motel 6? They're trying to figure out your, uh, decor there. Uh, did you post my decor? No, but we've described oh. it. No, I didn't post it. You didn't. What did I say that makes people think I'm in a Motel 6? I don't know, I guess cowhide furniture <laughs> makes them oh. sound like it's... <laughs> that's quite no, luxurious. I'm, I'm in the Overton, uh, very nice hotel here in Lubbock. Well, you shouldn't have said that. It's, uh... Listen, it's Texas, man. The nice hotels have uh, every reminder on in them that you're staying in the state of Texas. So, uh, top of the hour break, we'll be back.